Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Awakening. I'm your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. Oh, I did it again. Oh, my goodness gracious. Welcome to another edition of E.W. Jackson for America. E.W. Jackson for America. You all keep counting how often I remember back to what I did for two years, but it, I did it pretty much every day or at least four or five days a week for two years. So I guess it's understandable that I just kind of, without even thinking, just kind of on a little like driving somewhere and you, you go somewhere all the time. Then one day you decide to go in another direction and suddenly you find yourself going where you went before, <laughs> you know, and you realize, wait a minute, I'm not, I'm not going that way. I've got to go this way. Uh, this is E.W. Jackson for America. I encourage you to go to our website, ewjacksonforamerica.com. It's, and you'll see right on the front page of the home page of the website, front page, home page of the website, it says, for unapologetic, uncompromising patriots and seekers of truth whose vision for America is one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That's what the website is for. Go check it out. And by the way, you can watch this program on my website, okay? I don't trust Facebook. We still live stream to Facebook, but as I've said before, I know they are shadow banning the program because there's absolutely zero increase in the number of people who are following the program, and that to me is a mathematical impossibility. Now, they would say, well, nobody else wants to see it. Yeah, well, it just grew steadily from the time I started it. My Facebook page has grown steadily, and now suddenly it stopped growing. You figure it out. So we know what's going on. These people are censors and they're totalitarians uh, in their attitude and their, their, their cultural perspective. They are not Americans in their cultural perspective. They are communists and Marxists and socialists in their, in their perspective. Now, they don't belong to the Communist Party. I know that. But I'm talking about their framework for, for viewing the world. I'm talking about their worldview. It is not American. It is, it is definitely Marxist or communist or socialist. So well, how can they have businesses? Because just like communist China's found out, you can inculcate people with communist ideas and still have private sector advantages by giving them a modicum of freedom that allows them to do the things you want them to do. But when they step out of line, they find out they are still slaves to the Chinese Communist Party. And th that's what big tech is. I mean, the moment you step out of line, you find out they don't love, they don't want an America that is free. They want an America in which only their viewpoint is allowed. And that's the way communists think. That's why communists immediately establish a one-party system. There are no other political parties in a communist state because they don't want any other point of view espoused other than the point of the party. And if you espouse a different view, you are going to be punished. No matter, the, the, and the punish can, punishment can vary from less severe to more severe. You know, China now has a, a, a merit system where they are monitoring all of their citizens. And if you do the things the party wants you to do, you get merits and you can buy better food, you can live in a better apartment, you can get a better job. And if you don't do the things the party wants you to do, the food is not so available to you and the quality is not so good. The place you live is not going to be so good. And, uh, and the job you do is, is not going to be so good. And if you persist in violating the, the ideas, the, doc, the doctrines of the party, you can find yourself in a labor camp or re-education camp uh, or find yourself exiled somewhere, or in prison, or tortured, or dead. That's the way it works. 
Now, we're on a continuum of that, and the left, they don't seem to have, they, they, they're not, well, first of all, they're spiritually blind, so they can't see what I'm telling you now, okay? They're spiritually blind. The God of this world has blinded their eyes, lest they should see the, the, the glory of the gospel of God in the face of Jesus Christ. They can't see truth. You know, they've been given up to reprobate minds. The great delusion, as the Bible calls it, they, they can't see truth. But if they could see it, they would see they're on a continuum. They're not at yet at the farthest extreme, most extreme end of that continuum, but they're on a continuum. And that continuum when followed leads to exactly what communist China did, what the Soviet Union is doing, what the Soviet Union did, what Vietnam did, what Cambodia did. It ultimately leads to mass murder because in order to create this utopia that you think you're creating, you've got to get rid of some people who simply will not bow to it. And those people have just got to go. Mao did it. Stalin did it. Lenin did it. Uh, Pol Pot did it. Um, those who took over after Ho Chi Minh, he would have done it too. But Ho Chi Minh and his cohorts did it. And, and on and on and on it goes. Maduro is doing it and will do more of it because it's the way they operate. They're, they're, they're deluded into believing that they've got this superior mindset, the superior vision of life, Karl Marx, of course, had the same idea, and killing people is a small price to pay, which is why Marx believed that you, you needed violence to have the kind of revolution that would transform society into the communist utopia that he had in mind. That's, that's where the Democrat Party is, folks. That's where the left is. They don't say that because they don't, some of them probably don't even, most of them don't even know it. Some do but most of them don't even know it. Some know that they're going for a communist revolution, but most of them don't. They don't think that way. They just think they're trying to give social justice and they don't realize all of that is just a euphemism for, for being on the, the track, the continuum, the, the, the trail toward a total, a totalitarian state, a tyrannical state. Now, by the way, would you tell your friends and tell your, your neighbors, tell conservatives that you know to check out E.W. Jackson for America, sign up, let us know who you are. Uh, we, want, we want to grow this website. We're going to grow it. Like I said, we're just getting started with it. I was two years doing Wisdom Awakening. I've just begun. I'm only, what, a month into uh, E.W. Jackson for America, but we're going to grow it and build it out, and we're going to increase the followership of it. I need your help to do that. So would you tell a friend, tell a neighbor, hey, have you checked out E.W. Jackson for America? If you got friends and family and people you know who are unapologetic patriots and they want to be a part of something patriotic, tell them to go to E.W. Jackson for America and check it out. They, they will find what they're looking for here. Okay. And by the way, we also have a store. We have some great products. Um, I, and some of them I love because they're very funny. Uh, one, but, but also very truthful. One of our t-shirts, for example, and t-shirts and sweatshirts is marriage. It equals one man plus one woman, period, with an exclamation point. <laughs> and, and another one that says, American woman, pronoun she. <laughs> um, and there's another one, by the way, that says, um, uh, American man pronoun he, or and I think another one that says, um, I am a woman. Any questions? <laughs> so, you know, just 
in light of this crazy stuff of a Supreme Court justice. Oh, I can't define what a woman is. I'm not a biologist. Okay. And anyway, to get back to my point, and I, I am going somewhere with this, so, so follow with me, track with me. We just had a terrible event happen in Colorado Springs, and uh, it was apparently a homosexual nightclub of some kind where you know, people of that proclivity go to entertain themselves. And this, this crazy man, and I don't know that this man had any particular antipathy to homosexuals or homosexuality. I mean, the man threatened to blow up his mother with a bomb. And he had been arrested for that. In fact, he had, he had stood down a confrontation with the police for having threatened to blow up his mother with a bomb. And what's the next question? Well, why was he out of jail? Yeah, of, of course. That, that's an entirely legitimate question. And we're asking that question now all over the country as criminals do horrible things to people and we look at their backgrounds and realize the criminals should have been locked up. Here's the first thing I want to say about this event. And I want to say it in no uncertain and unequivocal terms. Violence against people with whom you disagree is unacceptable. I denounce it in the strongest possible terms. I hate it. It is evil to hurt, to hurt people, to harm people, to kill people because you don't agree with them or you don't agree with their lifestyle or you think they're living an immoral life. You don't hurt those people. You pray for them. You try to persuade them. But of course, this wasn't a Christian. This, this man was obviously deranged. But I'm saying this because I want everybody to understand where I stand as a Christian, as an American, as a man of God. I denounce in the strongest possible terms this kind of behavior toward people. I've said many, many times, homosexuality biblically is sin. It is wrong. The Bible calls it an abomination to God. That does not give anybody the right to go out and hurt somebody because they happen to be a homosexual or a transgender or a drag queen or whatever. Now, will I argue you down? Will I do everything in my power to craft public policy that stops you from, from plying children with this, this sick garbage? I certainly will. Will I stand up and denounce it for what the Bible says it is as a minister of the gospel? I certainly will. But if you say to me, okay, we got to do something. We're going to hurt people. We're going to kill people. We're going to put a stop to this. I will then denounce you. And if necessary, I will fight you. I will fight you to stop you if that's what I have to do. And I mean that. It's wrong. It's just out and out wrong. But of course, you all know that. And I'm not saying that for the benefit of the Christians who are watching me right now. I'm saying that for the benefit of the leftists who want to ascribe to Christians some kind of hatred and violence and desire to do them harm because we don't agree with them. The Bible says we do not resist evil with evil. We resist evil with good. What is good? Loving people in spite of the fact that you don't agree with them, praying for them in spite of the fact that you don't agree with them, treating them with dignity and respect in spite of the fact that you don't agree with them. 
That's what we as Christians are supposed to do. But, but here's the trick that's being played, folks. Because I know that the, that the leftists in general, the Democrat Party in general, leftists in general, the, the, the homosexual community specifically, the SPCG movement, the sexual perversion, child grooming movement, and that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. And he said, well, see, when you say that, you're stoking violence. Oh, come, get, you know, give me a break. You can say that about disagreeing with anybody about anything. You can say, well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't want prostitution in my city. I think prostitution is horrible. Oh, are you, are you, you're, you're one of those people who wants to go out and kill prostitutes. Well, come on. I mean, that's ridiculous. Or you don't, you don't agree with... Uh, with gambling, you don't want a casino. Oh, you, you're going to go out and kill people who are trying to do, I mean, you know, it's, it's just silliness. But of course, it has a purpose. And what's the purpose? To shut us down. That's the purpose. Like I said, some of them are deluded into believing it. Some, there are some people in that community, and I'm not including the conservatives, they, but I, the likelihood is the conservatives wouldn't like me either because I just don't believe that homosexual, homosexuality is good or right or appropriate. I believe that it's against God, and I don't care whether you're conservative or liberal. I, I think the same way about the, 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 the act of participation in homosexuality because the Bible condemns it. Now, look, I know people say, well, you know, you talk about that, but the Bible condemns fornication. The Bible condemns adultery. That's true. But there is no movement to teach children to be adulterers. There's no movement to expose children to fornication, at least not yet. It's called pedophilia, and I believe that the left and the Democrat Party are moving in that direction right now. That's the direction they're moving in. Like I said, it's a continuum. They're not there yet, but that's where they're going. But I denounce this violence in the strongest possible terms. I pray for the families of those people who were killed, who were hurt in that nightclub in Colorado Springs in the same way that I pray for the families of school children or the families of, of, uh, of innocent people who get mowed down, those sheriffs who got mowed down by that car because they're fellow human beings first and foremost. They are our fellow human beings and, and number two, they are our fellow Americans, and we, we care about them. We want the best for them. And, and you see, this is what the left doesn't want you to believe. They don't want you to believe that you can care about people and disagree with them vehemently at the same time. They believe if you, if you really care about them, you'll just rubber stamp whatever they want to do and agree with them, and that's how you prove that you love them. Well, see, that's a devilish definition of love. That is a demonic definition of love. Because on that basis, you, you, you have to agree with pretty much any depraved thing people choose to do because you love them. Well, again, that, that's just, that's silliness. But I've said before, the left doesn't have logic because they can't. They're, they're a cult now that is based upon feelings. So I wanted to get that on the, on the record and on the table so that people understand. And let me make this distinction as well. If I were running for public office, I would understand, and I'm not running for public office, at least not yet, I would understand that the laws of our country, A, must be obeyed, even the laws that I don't agree with, must be obeyed by the people who are, has taken an oath to the Constitution of the United States 
and, and therefore the, the implementation of the laws of the United States. I wish this guy in, in presidency now would understood understood that. He doesn't seem to. And you have to serve all the American people. Now, it doesn't mean you agree with all the American people. You serve them all on their terms or you, you meet their every demand. But I don't care whether you're homosexual, transgender, heterosexual, male, female, black, white, whatever. You deserve the protection of the laws. You deserve the same protection that any other American should obtain, the public safety that any other American should, be, should, should obtain because you are an American citizen and we have a legal system that is designed to punish you if you are on the wrong side of it, but to protect you when you are on the right side of it. And that applies to everybody. And I just want to be clear that I understand, I'm not, I'm not talking as a public official right now, I'm talking as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, will my convictions change? No, my convictions wouldn't change. If I were in office right now, my convictions wouldn't be different. I would still believe that homosexuality is sin because I'm a Christian first. But I'm not going to take the apparatus of government and try to use it to hurt people because I don't agree with them. I don't agree with Islam. But under our system of government, Islam has every right to worship Allah as I do to worship our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And as a public official, I would defend their right to do so. But as a minister of the gospel, I try to persuade anybody who's worshiping in any, under any other system that there's only one way. And that way is Christianity. That way is Jesus Christ. That I believe that he is the Messiah. He is the savior of mankind, of all people. And again, not to put too fine a point of it, let me just add this. I said there are only two true religions in the world, Christianity and Judaism. And I've even had some Christians misunderstand that and say, well, Judaism can't be true because they reject Jesus. Judaism is incomplete, but it is true. So well, how can you say it's true? Jesus was a Jew and he was practicing Judaism. I mean, what do you think he was taught as a child? Moses was a Jew. He handed down the law at Mount Sinai. The Ten Commandments aren't false. The law is not false. But Judaism, having rejected who I believe to be their Messiah, is incomplete. But the Jews are in an entirely different category than every other so-called religion in the world. So let me just make that clear, okay? My wife and I do everything in our power to support Israel, to support the Jewish people, because the Bible says that the, we are grafted in because the Jewish people made the sacrifice of being the people from whom the Messiah came, and the people from whom the Messiah came would be the people who wouldn't accept him as Messiah. Well, let me not get into preaching on that one right now. So John Hagee's um, Citizens United for Israel, um, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, and uh, anything else we can find, anything else my wife and I can find that supports the Jewish people that we, we are comfortable with supporting. Now, I realize a lot of Jewish people, a lot of Jewish people are leftists, and I don't support leftism. I don't care who's doing it. But that's another matter. That's not Judaism. That's just politics and leftism. So let, let me leave that alone. I just wanted to clarify that for all of the, the, the people out there who like to point at a person like me and accuse me of anti-Semitism. And I'll tell you the truth, 
I'm a bigger supporter of Israel than a lot of these leftist Jews are and a bigger supporter of the Jewish people than a lot of these leftist Jews are who hate Israel. I believe that God gave that land to Israel and therefore we as Christians must stand up for their rightful claim before God. So let me, uh, okay, I, I don't want to get too far afield here because I don't want to go over my time. So let me come back to this, this, this whole issue of this nightclub and, uh, and, and standing up for what is right. So people would say, but Bishop Jackson, you have to stop saying what you're saying about homosexuality because you propelled this guy to go into this nightclub and kill people. Well, that's a lie. That's not true. I haven't propelled him to do anything. The man was clearly deranged. And if anybody does anything like that ever in my name, they're going to find out. They're going to get a very clear denunciation. And as I've said before, if I knew somebody was going to do something like that, I would do everything in my power to stop them, including putting my own life on the line and fighting them physically because it's just wrong. It's wrong in the sight of God. However, here's what I want to get to. The left, the radical LGBTQ, or as I prefer to call it, the SPCG movement, sexual perversion, child grooming movement, wants to use events like this to curtail the First Amendment rights of people like me. What they really want to do, see these people, I said they're on a continuum of communism, of Marxism, of socialism, and as I said, communism doesn't believe in freedom of speech, only the speech that supports the party doctrines, the party program. And these people are very much like communists. They want to shut down people who don't agree with them. They want to curtail our speech. This E.W. Jackson for America is a program, uh, is a, this podcast was created to talk about the blessings that we have as Americans. And one of the blessings is that we have a constitution that secures our God-given right to freedom of speech and conscience. And you'll notice what's happened. I mean, Elon Musk is an atheist. He's not one of us. He's not a Christian. But he believes in the power of free speech, that it is essential to a free society. And so he said that Twitter is going to be a place of free speech. I hope he, can, I hope he sticks with that principle. I've seen a little sign here and there that he's subject to the pressure from the left to shut people down. I was shut down three years ago on Twitter. I'm going to see whether he'll restore my account. I've opened a new account for E.W. Jackson for America. It's just getting started. If you want to go and find it, it's EWJ, the number four, America. EWJ, the number four, America. You want to go check it out and follow me. I don't think I've got zero followers right now because I just opened it up a day or two ago, figuring I want to have a Twitter account for this podcast. But they have gone apoplectic over the fact that Elon Musk might allow people like me and others to be heard. Now remember, Twitter didn't shut down links to pedophile programs or pedophile uh, websites. Twitter didn't shut down the Ayatollah. Twitter didn't shut down, I'm talking about under the old regime. Twitter didn't shut down some of the most bizarre thinking coming out of the left and, and, and international crazies out there um, Islamic terrorists, they didn't shut them down, but they shut down people like me. They shut down Donald Trump. Um, 
they shut down a, a whole raft of people because they quote unquote violated their standards. Well, we Americans believe in the First Amendment. We believe in freedom of speech. We believe in freedom of conscience. That's why I say there's some people who are Americans legally, but they're not Americans at heart. They don't have the same values that Americans have, and they, they have broken from the American tradition. See, and the American tradition says, I don't have to agree with you, but I defend your right to be heard. See, I don't agree with this whole LGBTQ SPCG movement. I don't agree with any of it. But I'll tell you what, they have a right to be heard in our country. And I defend their right to be heard because I know you start telling them they don't have a right to be heard. And before you know it, I don't have a right to be heard. See, that's the road to totalitarianism. And I'm not walking down that road. Now, let me just say, there are some lines that have to be drawn, obviously. You don't have the right to threaten to kill somebody, and you don't have the right, in my view, you don't, you don't have the right to promote pedophilia because children are incapable of giving consent. And therefore, in my view, you don't have the right to have drag queen story hours and with a whole lot of sexual performing before kids because you're grooming them. And they say, oh, you can't. See, Twitter would kick you off for that. You say you're grooming. Well, look, folks, and you know, I was glad to, I, I saw uh, Tucker Carlson's monologue. I don't get to see it every day, but I saw it last night. And I was glad to see that Tucker Carlson referred to this whole movement. I would refer to the whole left as a cult. He's the first person I've heard use that language. And you've heard me use it many, 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 many times. Because it said, this is, this is cult-like behavior. It's the way they think. That we have this, this religion that we believe in, and anybody who contradicts it, they're the ones who are out of step. They're the extremists. So the, 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 here again, the notion of an adult talking to a, a young child about sexual matters for most of us strikes us as bizarre, depraved, irresponsible. Is, is there a stronger adjective I can use? Degenerate, nasty, filthy, criminal. And, and they, want to, they want to just do this and act like, what's wrong with the rest of you? Don't you think that we need to be talking to three-year-olds about their sexual identity? And we need to be showing pornographic pictures to kids of homosexuals having sex. Oh, that's, that's good. That's healthy. That's a great thing. No, it's a sick thing. By the way, folks, when I ran for office the first time, well, when I won the nomination to lieutenant governor, that's when the press really descended on me. And one of the things they kept hammering away was that I called homosexuality and I was primarily talking about these activists, the people who are out there trying to push that agenda on the rest of us, sick, um, that they had psychological issues. Well, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, their behaviors in the last decade, because that was a decade ago, their behavior in the last decade has proven me right. Because anytime you ta start talking about, you want to talk to three-year-olds, four-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, and then you want to talk to them with or without their parents' permission, and you want to denigrate their parents who say, well, no, no, I don't want you doing that. You want to inject them with hormones. You want to operate on their bodies. You want to, you want to mutilate them genitally. You're sick. You are sick.
something's wrong with you. No normal human being wants to do that to a kid. Normal human beings understand that children are developing, they're, they're changing, they're under all kinds of pressures, more, more even than I was when I was growing up because society has become much more complex and that you don't want children making decisions that they may later regret for the rest of their lives, but that they cannot change. Cutting off a, a teenage girl's breasts and, 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 and castrating a young boy. I mean, this is monstrous. And to stand up against it, oh, I'm the, I'm the extremist. Oh, yeah, he, watch that E.W. Jackson. He's dangerous. He's going he's gonna to get people killed. No, I'm trying to help people live. I started out this program a few minutes ago denouncing any violence against anybody with whom I disagree. I made that clear. Now I'm making clear how vehemently opposed I am to this whole sexual agenda for these kids and how it is rooted and grounded in the whole homosexual movement that started, what, 30 years ago when they had that riot at that nightclub in New York. It's because, and I, I predicted this, when I was fighting the, the so-called, then it was the gay rights bill in Massachusetts back in the early 80s, I predicted this. I predicted that it, there would be no end to it. Say, so, well, how could you have done that? What, what are you, a prophet? No, no, I, I certainly not. I'm... I have a prophetic mantle on my life. There's no question about that, but I don't, I don't call myself someone who occupies the office of prophet. But I think that every Christian who is filled with the spirit of the living God has a prophetic anointing, if you will. But I didn't even need that for this because here's what I know. Sin never gets enough. Sin never gets enough. It wants more territory. It wants more control. It wants more of the same filth. It wants more and more and more of it. Jesus said, whoever practices sin is the slave of sin. Well, sin wants you more and more and more enslaved to its depravity and its degeneracy. That's why there's no doubt in my mind, folks, and if I live long enough, I will see it unless we put a stop to this mess and throw it on the ash heap of human history, which is where it belongs. And I'm believing God will do that. The day will come because we're already seeing it where there will be a whole movement of people saying it is wrong. It is wrong to denounce pedophilia. Pedophiles are just another sexual orientation and they should be protected in the Constitution, too. And after all, and they will say this, I have no doubt. If they can tell you that a three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, a minor child can make a decision that has life changing ramifications that can never be undone. And that that child has the awareness, the wisdom, the ability to make that decision and that adults should follow it, that they're saying that that child has the ability to make informed consent, which is the legal standard. Well, if the child can make informed consent about mutilating its own body, you mean to tell me they're going to now say, but the child can't make informed consent with regard to who it wants to have sex with? Of course, that's where they're going. Of course, that's where they're going. Just give it time. So in the meantime, I'm just letting you know, as a, as a lover of God, a lover of this country, and a lover of the American people, somebody who loves the American people, I'm not standing by and watching this happen. 
I'm going to speak up against it. I don't care what they say. They can call me what they want. And they will. Because they're wicked. They're evil. They're twisted. They're degenerate. And when someone stands up and talks, this, this, this idiot uh, on The View said, Jesus would lead a gay pride parade. I mean, that's blasphemous. That's blasphemous. She doesn't realize God is holy. There is no unrighteousness in him. Jesus never committed any sin of any kind. He would lead a gay pride parade. Give me a break. Lord, help, have mercy. And see, and even her, Sonny, even her, I pray for her. I don't hate her. I don't want to hurt her. I don't want anybody else to hurt her or do any harm to her. But that is blasphemous. I'll tell you what, if she doesn't repent and come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, she's going to stand before God one day and she's going to give an account for the deeds done in the body. And you better believe that one's going to be in the forefront because she's there very, very close to blaspheming the Holy Ghost. Not quite there, but that's a blasphemy against Jesus Christ. He would lead the gay pride parade. I mean, but this is where we've come to. And you and I are going to have to stand up for it. That's what E.W. Jackson for America was created for, so that I could make clear I'm going to stand up for America. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. That's what I want for America. Righteousness exalts a nation, and sin is a reproach to any people. I want righteousness for America because I want my nation to be exalted. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. And I don't want my nation to be turned into hell because we are a nation that forgets God. Now that's where I stand and I'm not backing down. So God bless each and every one of you. Don't you back down either. And they can call you what they want to call you. We can denounce the violence and denounce these hateful acts against people, but at the same time say, but we're clear who we are as Christians and where we stand, and we are not backing off of that. And you're not going to use some wicked, deranged man's murderous activity, which we condemn, to try to get us to shut up or to get institutions to close down our freedom of speech to say what we believe about homosexuality and anything else. So God bless each and every one of you. Stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side.